Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded October 5th, 2021. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. This week in the podcast, we continue to explore the state of investor sentiment by digging into the results of our late September U.S. Equity Investor Survey. Four big things you need to know. First, Pessimists on the overall U.S. equity market outlook continued to rise, but did remain below past highs. Second, the deterioration in the overall stock market outlook occurred alongside persistent valuation concerns and deteriorating margin expectations, as well as slipping optimism on cash deployment and the economy. Third, on the hot topics in the equity market, investors are most concerned about China, geopolitical risk, and monetary policy. And fourth, investors are still leaning in to select parts of the reflation trade. If you'd like to hear more, here's another five minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and other major platforms. Now the details. Takeaway number one. Pessimists on the overall equity market continue to rise, but did remain below past highs. Those describing themselves as bullish or very bullish over the next 6 to 12 months increased slightly, from 47% in June to 49% in September. But the most noteworthy move was that those with a bearish or very bearish view increased from 14% to 28%. The bears are still shy of their 2Q 2019 high of 40%, but this was a sharp move up nonetheless. In our last few podcasts, we've discussed how individual investor sentiment has deteriorated so much it's been on the cusp of sending a contrarian buy signal. And we've also talked about how institutional investor positioning in the futures market still seems to be early innings in terms of its own process of unwinding. The results of our own investor survey support our belief that the unwind in institutional investor sentiment simply hasn't fully played out yet which is likely to contribute to further volatility in the broader U.S. equity market in the very near term. Takeaway number two. The deterioration in the overall equity market outlook occurred alongside persistent valuation concerns and deteriorating margin expectations, as well as slipping optimism on cash deployment and the economy. Those who said that valuations are expensive or very expensive remained above 50% for the sixth survey in a row. At 52%, this stat is tracking a little lower than our June 2021 survey and slightly lower than its peak of 60% in 2Q 2020. Meanwhile, margin expectations deteriorated significantly for the second survey in a row. Just 25% expect expansion over the next 6 to 12 months, down from 39% in June, while 36% are expecting contraction, and that's up from 19% last quarter. On both cash deployment and the economy, the optimists still outweigh the pessimists, but the level of optimism was dialed back compared to our June survey. On cash deployment, 54% were bullish or very bullish, down from 61% in our June 2021 survey. Importantly, optimism on buybacks and M&A rose for the second survey in a row. It was CapEx and debt paydown where optimism fell and stayed low. On the economy, 54% said their outlook over the next 6 to 12 months is bullish or very bullish, but this too was down for the second survey in a row, from 73% in June and more than 90% back in March, when we think it's fair to say economic optimism peaked. Takeaway number three, 
there were some surprises in terms of the hot topics in the U.S. equity market and how investors are thinking about those. We usually ask participants to tell us what's keeping them up at night, making them either nervous or excited about the market. China-related issues received the most mentions this quarter, followed by geopolitical risk and monetary policy. On our question asking when the Fed will start hiking and what the impact will be on the stock market, we saw a noteworthy increase in those who expect hikes to start in 2Q 2022 or 3Q 2022, and found that most still expect stocks to react negatively to that event, with the impact in the market being felt well ahead of time. Fiscal policy and higher corporate taxes, as well as supply chains, are also concerns, but it's fair to say, at least in our opinion, that the tome came across as pretty measured. On the policy backdrop under Biden, 52% were in the somewhat negative or very negative camp, up from 42% in June, but actually pretty close to the levels we saw back in March on this question. Most see higher corporate taxes as a negative for both performance and earnings, but the majority of people in that camp say it's a moderate negative, impacting performance and earnings in the minus 1% to minus 5% range, as opposed to something more severe. A decent number also think the impacts are already baked in. On supply chains, I'm worried but not panicked was the most popular response to our question about how respondents believe supply chain pressures will impact consensus earnings estimates. 76% were in this camp for the second half of 2021, and 47% were in this camp for 2022 earnings. Very few were in the I'm extremely worried or panicked camp. Let's wrap up with takeaway number four. Investors are still leaning into select parts of the reflation trade. In terms of positioning, energy, financials, and value were the most popular choices for areas of the stock market that are expected to outperform over the next 6 to 12 months. Interestingly, these three areas also saw the biggest pickup in optimism compared to June. The pickup in optimism on energy occurred alongside a pickup in oil price expectations, and the increased bullishness on financials was driven at least in part by the view that 10-year yields still have more room to go higher from here. More than half expect the 10-year yield to top out in the 1.5% to 2% range. That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to check out our new sister podcast, RBC's Industries in Motion, where you can get insights from other RBC research analysts. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives. Thank you.